From Singapore to Stockholm, London to LA, this is the Planet Health Podcast. Join your host, Chris Cara, as he explores the culture, history, and traditions of the healthiest countries on the planet. In each episode, we discover the best well-being habits on Earth, then help you to implement them into your life. Hello, and welcome back to Planet Health. I'm Chris Cara, culture and well-being writer, nutrition coach, and when it comes to this podcast, something of a global explorer. Well, the air is crisp, the leaves are brown, and everything is pumpkin-spiced. Of course, that must mean that we're in the heart of autumn, or fall, if you're living in North America. And that's exactly the area of the world that we're homing in on today. And that's because fall is the season of Thanksgiving in North America. It's that special holiday that perfectly breaks up the autumnal season, right after the spooky festivities of Halloween and just before the joyful Christmas celebrations begin. Now, American Thanksgiving, which you'll have probably heard of, is a holiday celebrated on the 4th Thursday of November. So, if you listen to this episode on the day that it was released, that'll be tomorrow. American Thanksgiving commemorates the Pilgrims' historic 1621 feast with Native Americans, symbolizing cooperation and gratitude for a successful harvest. Today, it's a time for families and friends to come together and express thanks for blessings and togetherness. And of course, with it comes plenty of food. Turkey is on the table for meat eaters, while vegetarians and vegans, much like myself, may enjoy a vegan roast, stuffed squash, or something similar. Then, everyone can enjoy lashings of mashed potato, cranberry sauce, green bean casseroles, and, of course, my favourite, pumpkin pie. What you may not know about, especially if you live in the United Kingdom or Europe, is that Canadians also celebrate their very own version of Thanksgiving. And this is a national holiday celebrated on the second Monday in October, so considerably earlier than their American neighbours. Unlike its American counterpart, Canadian Thanksgiving lacks the historical pilgrim narrative. Instead, it originates from European harvest festivals and is a time to give thanks for the bountiful harvest and blessings of the past year. Much like Americans, Canadians will celebrate by gathering with family and friends for a festive meal, although their celebrations tend to be a little more modest and less commercialized, emphasizing gratitude. And it's gratitude that I want to discuss in this episode. Why? Well, because there are some significant health benefits of practicing gratitude. In my opinion, it's one of the most underrated things in the world of mental health. That's quite a claim. And I'm talking from personal experience here. Practicing gratitude has helped me overcome periods of high stress and anxiety. But the thing is, I can see why some people may ignore gratitude or write it off as some ineffective technique. And I completely understand, if you're in the midst of depression or anxiety and someone tells you to be grateful for what you have, then you may just want to punch them in the nose. But there are benefits, and I'm going to try to help you unlock some of them today. So what actually are the health benefits? Well, practicing gratitude is understood to help reduce anxiety, ease depression, improve heart health, and improve sleep. And there are some studies that confirm some of this, and I'll mention them in a moment. But talking from personal experience, I can say that practicing gratitude definitely helps ease anxiety. 
A few years ago, I had some mixed months where my anxiety and feelings of general stress were very high. On my quest to ease these negative feelings, I'd read that gratitude practice could help. And with nothing to lose and all to gain, I decided to start being grateful. So I did this. Each night, as I was lying in bed, I'd simply list three to five things in my life that I was thankful for. And this would change every day. But it would often be things like my supportive parents, a beautiful daughter, having a nice home to live in, having a career that I enjoy, or even having a nice evening with friends planned on the weekend. It was all very impromptu, often very trivial, and I didn't write anything down, but it worked for me. I usually felt instantly better as it helped focus my mind on the good things in life, not just the bad things that I was struggling with. And this meant that I'd usually go to sleep feeling considerably more at ease. Now, I always believe that personal experience is the most important thing, although it can be reassuring to have things like this confirmed by scientific studies. And the science says that there are indeed health benefits of gratitude practice. For example, a 2020 study evaluated the impact of a six-week gratitude intervention for people with moderate symptoms of depression and anxiety and with a low sense of well-being. The results show that practicing gratitude for at least 15 minutes a day for five days a week and for at least six weeks could improve mental wellness while potentially promoting a longer-term change in perspective. Elsewhere, a meta-analysis of 70 studies which involved more than 26,000 people found a link between higher levels of gratitude and a reduction in depression. There are some other studies on the health benefits of gratitude practice and the vast majority offer positive results, which is reassuring. You can find links to the studies that I've just mentioned over on the accompanying article on planethealth.online and I've linked this in the episode description for you. So, knowing that it's good for our mental health, what's the easiest way to practice gratitude for health benefits? Well, you can make gratitude practice really complex and really time-consuming, or you can also do it very simply. Successful gratitude practice starts with simply recognizing what you're grateful for and appreciating it. You can do this throughout the day or follow what I did. Take five to 10 minutes every day to simply think about, say out loud or write down, three to five things that you're grateful for. And you can do this while lying in bed before you go to sleep, on waking up in the morning, or ideally both. Or you could do it while out for an evening walk, and then you're combining the health-boosting properties of gratitude with those of walking, and we all know how I feel about walking. Now, these don't have to be huge things, just the things that you're actually really grateful for. Of course, if you have just won the lottery or something like that, you probably should choose that. But seriously, even when you're feeling really low, you'll have something small to be thankful for. You may have to think about it, but you will have something. Perhaps a supportive friend, a loving family, a home that you feel safe in, even the ability to enjoy a fresh cup of coffee. Then you simply bring these things to mind and actually feel grateful for them. And when you feel grateful, move on to the next one then the next one, and after 10 minutes, you're gonna be feeling better, guaranteed. If you want to be extra effective, you could extend this to 15 minutes, like one of the studies I mentioned suggested. Now, another way to practice gratitude is to write a thank you note. 
While I haven't actually done this one myself, I have heard that it can be very effective to write a thank you note to someone who's helped you in some way, or they've given you something, or otherwise done something to warrant thanks, and then you deliver the note to them. And this could be a handwritten note or just a short email. And with this, not only do you get to practice gratitude as you write the letter, but you also get the added benefit of knowing that you're making the recipient happy too, because who doesn't want to receive a nice letter? Ultimately, it's win-win. Of course, there are many things that you can do to ease anxiety and depression, but gratitude is up there with the best for me. I was feeling a bit flat this week, actually, and not particularly sad or anxious, but just a bit flat. So as I was writing this episode, I did a few minutes of gratitude practice just to try it again, and suddenly I felt better, and it reminded me of how powerful a technique it actually is. You know, I have a nice weekend planned. I have a holiday coming up. Work is quite good. I'm feeling in good physical shape, and so on. I had plenty to be thankful for, and actually thinking about it and feeling that gratitude boosted my mood. My final word of advice for this episode is to remember that, like many things, you can't expect gratitude to instantly make you feel amazing. It can help give you a quick boost, but you need to give this technique some time, at least a week of consistent practice. But you will definitely feel better as you practice it. Anyway, give it a go and let me know what you think. That's all I have for you for this episode. I do hope you enjoyed. If you did, please consider rating me on the platform you listen on as it really does help. And don't forget to check out planethealth.online for loads of articles and other things that I don't cover on the podcast. Anyway, I'll be back very soon for another episode. But until next time, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Planet Health Podcast. For more culture and well-being from around the world, visit our website at planethealth.online.